0: Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. Maybe mixed with Am I the Arse, maybe a little wholesome one at the end. Who knows? Let's get involved, and much love, guys. This story is from a throwaway account, titled I, male 21, caught my girlfriend, female 22, in a lie that would have gotten my little sister, female 11, in big trouble. To get to the point, my little sister lives with me since about 4 months ago because my mum's house is not a good place for children. Long story for another subreddit. So, my sister has been good so far. Way better grades in school. She's happier and has a new interest in sports and normal kid things. So we are a kind of a happy bunch, except for one thing. My girlfriend is not thrilled that my little sister lives with us. It has made her extremely resentful towards my mum for being such a whatever she is, and my mum deserves it. But I spoke to my girlfriend about not letting my sister know how she feels so she doesn't feel unwanted, but this has not been the case, I found out. My sister has chores that she has to do, and she has additional chores that she does that earn her money for extra things like going to the movies or for yoghurt with her friends. Nothing big. No child labor laws are being violated or anything, but from the beginning my sister has missed on doing some of her basic chores. Cleaning her room, her bathroom, making her bed, vacuuming and some kitchen stuff. My girlfriend was constantly doing it to pick up the slack and letting me know about it. I kept my sister home from something she wanted to do with her friends and was even more mad when she would lie and deny she didn't clean her bathroom for example. I came home several times to find my sister outside playing with friends, only to walk inside and find my girlfriend making her bed or cleaning her bathroom. My sister flat out started accusing my girlfriend of lying but not to her face, just privately to me. Then on Saturday, I came home after grocery shopping, I asked my sister to put away all the groceries in their right place, I had to run back to the store, I went to the backyard to grab some tools out of my shed that I needed to return to my friend on the way to the store while i was on the phone with my friend from my backyard i could see my sister put away all the groceries then she got picked up by her friend's mum for a birthday party i was in the backyard longer than expected and saw my girlfriend walk in the kitchen after my sister left and literally pull out all the groceries from fridge cupboards and everywhere else and stuff it back in the bags i wasn't sure what was going on i was so in denial i guess that i didn't immediately figure it out I actually went out the side gate and drove to my friend's. I was at his house. My girlfriend calls me and tells me that my sister left to the birthday party and left all the groceries out everywhere in the kitchen. I don't know why, but I was so distracted that day that I didn't figure it out until I got the call. I have no excuse for that other than I had a lot on my mind last week. I briefly told my friend, male 50s, about this. He was like, you have to break up with this girl, mad. I really am in love with my girlfriend but this is kind of big because it makes my sister's past claims suddenly seem true. To conclude here I came home and my girlfriend was putting all the groceries away that my sister had purposely neglected to do. I was so shocked that I watched her finish the chore without saying a word as she went off on me about not being able to parent properly and imply my sister needs a different place to stay. I confronted her after she was done but I can't even remember the reason she gave me. I was dizzy from just pure disbelief. I knew that groceries is not that a big deal, but my head was just spinning as my girlfriend cried and told me she was just trying to prove her otherwise valid point. I asked her to leave for a few days, but now I'm feeling guilty and confused what the right thing to do is. She has been calling me and I don't want to drag this one forever without a decision for everybody's sake, but I have zero idea what to do. Edits, my girlfriend has lived with me for almost a year edit after typing this and reading it over it hit me way harder how insane this is i just needed to put pen to paper and it decluttered me somehow i'm more relaxed and see more clearly i know exactly what i have to do and want to do thanks for all the comments i didn't mean to sound so clueless and of course this does come with an update which we'll cover in a moment and as i said we do have an update to this story and some comments as well which we'll cover straight away so your girlfriend's a little insane i don't think you really need to be told just how not normal it is to frame an 11 year old for not doing her chores next comment says you literally saw it happen with your own eyes i don't see how there's much choice to make your little sister has been through the ringer and has been by your own evaluation happier doing better at school and blossoming i would question everything my girlfriend has said about her chores now it's easy to make it look like you are making a bed i find it very disturbing that she's trying to basically get rid of your sister an 11 year old innocent kid who's literally going through a very hard time the next comment says good gracious break up with her not because of some food but because she's attacking an 11 year old child for your attention she has bigger issues than you want to deal with and you don't need to deal with raising two children someone who would hurt an 11 year old kid for such a petty reason and so deceptively is not the kind of person you can trust or that you want to spend your time with Break up with her. Don't take her back. Then, and this is the most important part, apologize to your sister. Tell her that you were sorry, that you wish you would have trusted her, and that you're going to do a better job in the future. Don't let her off the hook on any chores or anything because you feel guilty. Structure is her best friend right now. Just get your girlfriend out of your sister's life and move on. The next comment says, Your girlfriend resents your sister living with you and has set about a campaign to make the situation so rife with problems that you have no choice but to send your sister to live elsewhere. The girlfriend has to go. There has to be some degree of mental illness at play here because no sane and mentally healthy adult sets up an 11-year-old child to fail like this. Can you even begin to imagine what kind of parent your girlfriend would someday be? Every time she felt you were giving more love or attention to your child, your child would pay somehow through some cruelty heaped on him or her by your girlfriend. I don't care what excuse the girlfriend gives, she has to go. I consider her a very real danger to your sister. And one more comment that says, lol, you have a mooch girlfriend who has no job and doesn't pay rent, jealous and bitter over your little sister, who was in a bad circumstance and needed to get out and actively doing things to make your sister look like a lazy liar. I would be in disbelief and shock if I saw my SO do that too. You saw the sister put everything away, then your girlfriend took it all back out and told you she didn't. What? Lordy. Dump the girlfriend, she's deranged. Normal people don't do that. If she had a big enough beef over your sister she should communicate with you, but honestly there's not much that can happen. You took custody over your sister to help her live a better life. Your girlfriend is making your life worse and i gotta agree with a lot of the comments here what she did is so incredibly bad that she was trying to frame an 11 year old like this not communicate with you that you know she's not comfortable with a living situation actively try to get her kicked out of the house thrown out of the house for poor behavior for being lazy for not doing her chores and all this kind of thing and you guys know how I look at a lot of these stories. I always think about the trust. There's no way coming back from this. You're never going to trust someone like that. You see that's so deceitful. You're never going to gain that trust back for that person. So I can't see a future for that relationship. Maybe there is in the update. We shall see. I doubt it though. So, Op starts off. I'll begin with the easy part. A quick update. I drove to my ex's parents' house on Tuesday and took her the rest of her stuff. It started out bumpy because her dad met me on the driveway and argued with me about what he sees as my sister being a spoiled brat and turning me against his daughter. As soon as I started losing it and raising my voice, my ex ran out and sent him inside the house. I told her we are over and I'm moving on. She made some empty threats but I just told her to do what she has to do and walked away. That night I took the suggestion, repeated here to take my sister for ice cream and apologize. She chose frugos instead as usual. So we went there and I explained how sorry I was and that I will be better. I told her that I totally believed her. She was happy to hear everything I had to say. It makes a huge difference to a child when you give a sincere apology I could tell. She even texted a couple of her friends to gloat that my ex was gone. Okay, now the hard part. On Wednesday, I took her to the park to kick a soccer ball around and to have an overdue talk with her. I asked her about my ex and she told me that she was mistreated by her more than I knew about. She had a lot to say about her time at mum's house during the time when I was away. I didn't know how hard it was for her when I enlisted and left. That was hard to hear. It was kind of a move to get myself out of a situation with zero thought to leaving her behind. The short version is that we all have failed her badly. She didn't say it but just everything she has to say about how things have gone down around her made it clear. When I was first discharged, I got a good job working for the city. But I was drinking every weekend and my house was the hangout spot for my friends and that's how I met my ex. I was even drinking on a lot of weeknights. I didn't immediately take my sister with me, even though I knew about how my mum was living. My wake-up call was when my sister called me because the cops were there looking for mom to question her and her boyfriend. That was when I finally cleaned up, rented a house close to my sister's school and brought her to live with me. She doesn't remember that I waited so long to bring her with me. She remembers it as if I acted quickly, which is totally false and makes me look way better than I was.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello, Fresh! Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: It was really shocking and brutal to hear things from her perspective. She has been through more than I can have imagined. She's a very strong person. So definitely no more girlfriends for me for a long time. That was an emotionally expensive lesson to learn with everything my sister had to go through while I was being blind and dumb. I'm going to wait and literally become a monk until she's in college. She gets so many straight A's with some B's here and there. She has a bright future. Edit. I'm sure I'll date again someday. Right now I'm not ready. Not even close. I might be a few months away from changing my mind but a couple of years is more likely i always find it incredibly sad when especially like in this update you see op blaming themselves for for what the sister went through and op was likely young themselves when they got out of that situation And i always find it hard when they they point the blame towards themselves when you know it was the mum who was the adult that failed her in this situation And Opie is doing their very best now to protect their sister. Which I can only wish them a wonderful future ahead of them now. Hopefully anyway. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story we're going to head over to the malicious compliance subreddit. From Happy Giraffe who says cameras have to be on no matter what. Fine by me. Don't mind the pump. (laughs) I'm a project manager and data scientist. I manage lots of different public health related projects. There is one project in particular that includes a really demanding team from a federal government department. I recently returned back to work from maternity leave. I work in my office three days a week. On those days, I have to pump breast milk at regular intervals for my baby. Luckily, I have my own private office and can usually just keep on working emails, reports, etc. while I pump. I have a hands-free, wearable pump which is convenient but still definitely obvious if I'm wearing it. It pokes out my shirt and is not exactly silent. Recently, we had a Zoom call schedule during one of the times I needed to pump. Instead of missing the meeting, I figured I would just keep my camera off so I could wear my pump and still participate and listen. Heck, I was even in my office and not working from home. I felt like I was being a pretty committed employee. Meeting starts. A few people have their cameras off. The lead makes the announcement. I just want to remind everyone that our expectation is that you have your cameras on because this is not a virtual meeting. It is a simulated in-person meeting. What? Whatever that means. I sent a quick private message to explain I was paying attention but pumping. No response to me. Just instead, a Again, the expectation is that all cameras will be on. So fine. I turned my camera on for this meeting of about 20 people. The camera isn't aimed at my chest, but certainly the top of my pump is clearly visible. I unmuted myself so you could also clearly hear the pump and just said, Thank you for your patience, I was just adjusting my breast pump. The meeting continued awkwardly with several other team managers letting me know privately it was fine to turn my camera off. But at that point, there really was no point in turning it off. At the most recent meeting, the announcement was, please turn on your cameras if you are comfortable doing so. I just love the fact that even after some people was messaging you, managers messaging you, letting you know privately, okay to turn your camera off now, but you was like, nope, you're getting what you asked for. <laughs> I remember one of my last companies that I worked at and it was during like when all the lockdowns were happening in the UK and was working from home quite a lot. I mean, I was doing content creation anyway, so I could stay at home and do my work from there most of the time. And they always insisted on having these Monday morning meetings where each of us would say what our week's plan is, what what work we hope to achieve. And they, they had set things. So they had like um your goal, your win for the week, your training and you had to go through all these things and it was just it was just like um it became a task in the end it didn't make us more productive it was just every morning we had to write quickly write out this boring list of what will be happening and it was pretty much the same every week we're doing the same tasks or other members of the team didn't really understand what you were doing when you're like i was explaining oh i'm going to be creating a transition for this video and people just look at me like what the fuck are you talking about Not really caring so it was all a bit pointless in some ways but they insisted upon it and one day I had someone coming round to do maintenance on our boiler which happens to be fitted right above my computer screen at the time. The guy turned up and I let my boss know I've currently got like someone working on the boiler which is above my computer so it's pretty pointless me having the camera on at the moment he was like, no, no, you got to have your camera on. Otherwise, it sets a bad example for everyone else. People will start turning their cameras off for whatever reason, willy-nilly. And I was like, honestly, there, there is no reason for me to have it on right now. It's pretty pointless me attending this meeting because there's going to be someone right next to me. And he was like, no, turn it on. So I ended up turning on the camera. And uh, basically, all you got was this guy's logo in front of the camera because... <laughs> basically his chest was in front of the camera working on the boiler above my monitor I did ask the guy if he wanted me to move the monitor or anything like that and he was like nah you just carry on you just crack on and occasionally when the guy wasn't leaning over the, the monitor he'd pull back to go and get some tools or something and his face would pass straight past the camera so people just kept see getting a quick glimpse of his face just like passing across it it was hilarious at the time I wish I recorded it to be fair and, you know, when it, when he was getting his tools out of his kit and I was just stood there, sat there looking at the camera, I just had a very bemused look on my face like, you know, this is what you asked for, you're getting it. But everyone else was looking at me like, why the hell have you got your camera on? It was just the boss that asked me for it. Holy moly. Some people, right? And before we finish up, we're going to just have a little cheeky, wholesome story, which I found from Gaia 3 who says, in Austin, Texas. My family and I went to a breakfast place. The food was good and... The waiters and waitresses were amazing, but they messed up our order. They were short on staff apparently. Someone had either quit or got fired, and another person had called out that day. So it was only a few people. And it also happened to be one of the busiest times of the week. So my mother went to go to the bathroom, and when she came out, she noticed our waitress standing at the corner. She was about to cry, or was already crying. I'd been waiting and looking out for her the whole time, so I was able to see this. My mother noticed her high stress levels and asked if she wanted a hug. The waitress nodded and said yeah. My mom opened her arms and brought the waitress into a hug to comfort her. And once the waitress had calmed down enough, my mother came back to the table after making sure she was alright and told us what happened. I feel lucky to have my mother in my life. I love her so much. Edit. And my big bro found a person who recorded this online and he started playing a video as he watched he landed on this story he was with my mother and my mum listened she asked my bro why this sounded familiar my brother was smiling widely and my mum asked him if he had posted it my brother shook his head and said nope gaia 3 my mum started crying of happiness i love her so gosh dang much oh my god and i told you guys about that one hug that I always remember from my boss when I was going through the traumatic times of my parents passing away and stuff like that. And it is just the most amazing thing when someone shows you some love like that, they have empathy for your situation, recognize what you're going through. And just that moment, it changes everything for the person who's going through it, their perspective. Obviously not everyone, but certainly for me, it changed me, it changed things for me. And just gave me that little bit of light while I was in a real dark place at that moment. And it's the simplest gesture. I mean, my boss probably doesn't... My boss may not even remember that, but I certainly will for the rest of my life. And I got a lot of love for the act that he did. And just like OP's mother in this story, probably changed that person's day. Maybe even their life. Who knows? But... You have your own little wholesome stories. As always, I would love to hear them. R slash Mark Narrations. Share yours there if you would like to. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world. So thank you so much for being involved, for being incredible. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Much love.
1: my teeth up, watch my face, don't mind, clothes on, start my day, wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon, let's go, see the sun shining from the windows, okay, I know that today'll be a good day, okay, I know that today'll be a good day, ABC, one, two, three, drink some